This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. 1 Samuel chapter 17, from verse 45 to 51, talking on divine champion. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thy head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the hosts of Philistines, of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, and all that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it shall come to pass, and it came to pass, when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hasted and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence his stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword, and drew it out of the sheath thereof, and slew him, and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. Today, in the name that's above every other name, the champion of your enemies will die. Now we have two words, divine champion. So for purposes of definition, what do we mean by divine? What do we mean by champion? Divine, of course, simply in the simplest possible way means pertaining to God Almighty. You can check that from Second Peter chapter 1 from verse 2 to 4. Second Peter 1 from verse 2 to 4. Things pertaining to God Almighty is what we call divine. That's why it's simple. Champion means a representative in a contest or battle. Representative of a people. It could be representative of a nation in a contest or in a battle. For example, in the case of Goliath that we I've read about here. If you read it from 1 Samuel chapter 17, from verse 1 to 10, 1 Samuel 17 from verse 1 to 10, you will discover that the Bible says Goliath was the champion of the Philistines. And he, when he was talking to the children of Israel, he said, Listen, I am the champion of the Philistines. Let the children of Israel produce their own champion so we can fight together. Now, when your champion wins, you win. In other words, 
if you're a champion, the one representing you or representing your family or representing your nation, if he wins, hey, you have all won. If he loses, you have all lost. It's like when, uh, for example, we, the uh, Green Eagles go out to represent Nigeria. If they win, Nigeria has won. If they lose, God have mercy on us. Now, so a champion is a representative, representing a family, representing a church, representing a nation, etc., etc. Now, of course, when we also say a champion, a champion is the one who remains standing when the battle is over. Particularly like in boxing. If you are boxing, you put one man against another. One is probably representing Nigeria. The other is representing another nation. At the end of the battle, at the end of the contest, one is knocked out. The champion is the one standing. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 51, 1 Samuel 17, verse 51, you will find that when Goliath fell, one thing that David did was he stood on him to let everybody know, here comes the real champion. And so when we now combine the two words, divine champion, we are talking about the possibility of someone who is a representative of God. God's champion, divine champion. For example, in 1 Kings chapter 18 from verse 21 to 24, 1 Kings 18 from verse 21 to 24, Elijah stood on Mount Carmel and said, I am representing God. All these other people, the prophets of Bear, they are representing Bear. So uh, he was saying, I am the divine champion. On the other hand, a divine champion could be someone who is a champion because he has the backing of God. The one who is supported by God. Champion because of divine enablement. For example, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, if you read it from verse 45 to 47, 1 Samuel 17 uh, from verse 45 to 47, David said to Goliath, I come against thee in the name of the God of Israel. I'm representing God. The reason I'm going to win is because he's going to give me the enablement. As a matter of fact, if you read the entire story of 1 Samuel chapter 17 from the beginning to the end, you will find that even though two people met to fight, even though two people, one says he's a champion of the Philistines, the other one says he's championing the cause of Israel, the battle is actually between the God of Israel and the gods of the Philistines. Because Goliath said to David when he was coming towards him, he said, I swear by my gods, I will deal with you. And David said, I come in the name of my God. 
Now, in context, if we are talking about football or boxing, etc., etc., or uh, anything, any, any game like that, there are three possibilities. There could be a winner, there could be a loser, or we could have a drunk game. I mean, for example, in boxing, they could say that, oh, you, the number of blows A landed is equal to the number of blows that B landed, therefore the whole thing is a drunk game. Or in football, you could play, and uh, this side could score three goals, the other side could score three goals, and we say the game is a draw. But in battle, in war, there are only two possibilities. You either win or you lose. And in war, winner takes all. It's not a question of, uh, uh, all right, like in boxing, for instance, uh, we, we agree that, all right, the champion will get uh, two million naira, and uh, the one who loses will go home with uh, 500,000. No, no, no. In war. It is when I Philistines will all. become the slaves of the children of Israel. There's no halfway. Now, I have told you again and again that life is war. So it's either you win or you lose. And I pray in the name that's above every other name, you will never be a loser. Because if you lose, you lose all. I mean, for example, in, in, in war, when there is someone who is a loser, it's either he ends up dead or he ends up captive. For example, Judges 16, from verse 18 to 30. Judges 16, verse 18 to 30. When Samson lost to the Philistines, you know the story very well, not only did they pluck out his eyes, they bound him, took him into prison, and he was in servitude until he died. That's why I'm praying once again for every one of you who are true children of the living God. You will never lose another battle in Jesus' name. Now, if you're a child of God, you're already a champion. You are a champion because the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are a champion because the word of God says you are more than a conqueror because God loves you. And so you are not allowed to lose to sickness. According to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, 1 Peter 2, verse 24 by his stripes you were healed. So you can tell that sickness in your body, you get out because I am a champion. You are not allowed to lose to demons because according to John chapter 8, verses 32 and 36, John 8, 32 and 36, the Bible says, if you know the truth, the truth will make you free. And you already know Jesus. And in verse 36, it says, whomsoever the Son shall set free is free indeed. So you, you are not allowed to lose to bondage. So you can tell any demon that is terrorizing you, you get away from here because I am a divine champion. So from now on, you go out and lay hands on the sick and they will recover. 
And it might be a good idea if you lay the hand on your own head right away and say to yourself, I decree in the name that's above every other name, according to the word of God, every sickness in my body, get out now. You are supposed to demonstrate your championship over demons because you are asked to cast them out. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name as my champion. They will cast out devils. And you see an example in Acts 16, from verse 16 to 18. Acts 16, from verse 16 to 18. The Bible tells us that there was this uh, girl with the spirit of divination that was uh, troubling uh, Paul and Silas as they were going uh, to the temple. And Paul turned around when he, he could no longer tolerate what was going on and commanded the demons to get out. And the Bible said the demon left that same hour. You are a divine champion. You are not asked to spend a whole night casting out one demon. Just command. Oh, suppose I ask the demon to leave and he doesn't leave. Who told you it won't leave? If you're a true child of God, you tell the demon to leave, it will leave. When you spend time waiting for the demon to leave, you will know that you don't even know who you are. That you don't believe what you are saying. You command and leave the rest to the almighty God and he will perfect it. Remember the, the story of the woman who, uh, I think it was when we were in a lorry, the service was on and all of a sudden I saw commotion in the congregation and I saw a woman running out and I saw these ushers following her. After the service I said, what happened? And they brought the woman. And the woman said, as we were preaching, her dress caught fire. And your dress caught fire? What, what, what does that mean? We say the dress practically caught fire. And then she told us her story. That uh, her children were dying, so she wanted uh, protection for her children. And then went to one Aladura fellow. And uh, the Aladura fellow was busy when she got there, and the wife of the uh, a ladura man said, uh, you don't have to wait for my husband. Just take this cola nut and eat it. And your children won't die anymore. She had the cola nut and then discovered from that night she began to fly in the night to attend meetings. And she discovered that when they got to the meetings, they were sharing human flesh. Very soon it was her turn to present somebody. And they asked her to present her husband. So she presented the husband. The husband died. And about two years later, it was her turn again. And now they asked for one of the children. She said, at that stage, she said, uh -uh. it was these children I wanted to protect that got me into this trouble. And then she began to look for help, how she could get out. She said, I've been going from place to place till I got here. And today, my dress caught fire. I said, glory be to God, you've got to where you will be set free. We prayed a simple prayer. She went home and went to ease herself in her toilet, and it was this uh, pit latrine kind of thing. And because of the kind of situation in the pit latrine, she spread some piece of paper on spread the floor. Spread some piece of paper ease. on the floor to ease herself before throwing the thing in. And then out of her came a dead snake. 
Today, every demon in you, every plan that God has not planted in you, I command that thing will die and it will come out in Jesus' name. Not only that, from today, you will go out and begin to cast out demons in Jesus' name. And they will be. You must demonstrate that you are a divine champion. That you are a divine champion by challenging the devil himself. Because he says, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They will cast out devils. They will take up serpents. The word take up serpents, they mean they will challenge the one who is called the serpent. You will challenge the devil himself. And the devil, whether he likes it or not, will have to obey your instructions. Because it is written in James chapter 4, verse 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. He says, if you submit to God, you will resist the devil and he will flee from you. You have the power to tell the devil, I am a divine champion. You have to do what I say. Uh, the Bible tells us in James chapter 4, verse 7, you submit to God, you resist the devil. Call the devil. If he wants to fight, let him come. And you deal with the devil. I remember very well when we first came to redemption camp and we were clearing the bush and I was going around one day and I, and I saw something strange happening. There was this tree, and all of a sudden I saw fire on top of the tree. It was in the night. So I thought, oh, maybe my children, while we were getting ready, lit a fire under the tree and forgot to put the fire out. And when the morning came, I looked, and there was no trace of fire. The tree was as green as ever. I know what I saw. I wasn't dreaming. It wasn't a vision. It was something naked that I saw. So I called the people in the camp. What's going on? This is what I saw in the night. They said, we were afraid to tell you. Afraid to tell me what? And they said, we have been hearing voices in the tree. Oh. One of them even said, we had them pounding yam inside the tree. <laughs> I said, well, this camp now belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. We can't share it with any tree that is uh, having people talking within. So I said, they should cut it down. Within five minutes of the boys beginning to cut the tree, all the villagers gathered as if by a miracle. What are you doing? Why are you trying to cut down this tree? Don't you? I said, well, so what is what's the problem? It's a tree now. We've already bought the place. On the ah, tree. If we before tomorrow morning, the tree will rise again. Morning, the tree will rise again. And all of you who did the cutting down, you will all be dead. So the children came to me and said, what are we going to cut the yetting down? If the tree rises by tomorrow, then I will be worshiping the tree. But if my father is still the Lord of hosts, the tree will never rise. That was 1983. The tree never rose, and those who cut down, those who cut down the tree, I see alive and well. Go out and be a champion, because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. But you cannot go on challenging the devil, challenging demons, commanding sickness, unless you belong to Jesus Christ yourself. Because in Acts chapter 19, if you read it from verse 11 to 17, 
Acts 19 from verse 11 to 17. Some people saw Paul casting out demons, even with his handkerchiefs. And they said, oh, we know what he does. He will simply say in the name of Jesus and these miracles will happen. So let us do the same. And some of them, seven of them, went to one madman by the roadside and said, we combine you in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches. Get out of this man. <laughs> the devil said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? The Bible tells us that the, the demon in that man beat them and tore their clothes and they fled through the window. You don't fight your master. If the devil is your master, please don't go and begin to command him to leave. If you do, he will beat you up, he will tear your dress, or he may even leave the fellow he's in and transfer into you. But if you come to Jesus Christ today, he will receive you. He will wash you clean with his blood. And if the devil sees that you're already washed in the blood of the lamb, he will know that he can't come near you. Because the Bible said they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. So if you are listening to me today and you have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, one great reason why you should do so is that by surrendering your life to Jesus Christ, you become a divine champion. So if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you better come now. And so my Father, my God, we want to bless your holy name. We want to give you all glory. We want to give you all honor for sending your word to your people today. Thank you for all these people that have responded to your word and have come to surrender their life to you. Thank you for these people who are saying, we don't want to have anything to do with the devil anymore. We now want to spend our life doing the will of God. Father, please receive them. Have mercy on them. Let your blood wash away their sins. Please, Lord God Almighty, save their souls. Write their names in the book of life. Receive them into the family of God. So that from now on, when they receive the devil, the devil will flee from them. And I pray that you uphold them to the very end. So that in your kingdom, we'll all be there to reign with you. And please, Lord God Almighty, the children will be praying now. And as they pray, please answer them by fire. Turn each and every one of them to champions today. Your champions. So that for the rest of their life, they would never suffer another loss. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.